around. All right, hey, guys, we're going to get going here. Welcome to the podcast. Excellent, man. Good. Thank you. That shit helped a lot, by the way. <laughs> From Atlanta, Fulton, We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. What color I see? Then you maintain the status. December seventh, night. And a question of psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. everybody we're here we did it crocious is here but i am but he's off camera we had to do it off camera that's okay larry you know. needed the camera for her little denver jaunt hello larry that's coming after the song that's the new follow-out of the intro okay song. okay cool Get this down a little bit here welcome in everybody i am keith pazel this is uh my show my podcast we're gonna watch tv talk about the world and ourselves through what is on television the medium the of medium of television. It still is a medium. Absolutely. Still is a medium. We got, well, let me turn this down. We got Ford versus Ferrari here. You know, the one- there's a lot of, it's not really a good TV day today. I was interested at the show because I was like, it's going to be uh, interesting to make, because that's our thing is we can make TV interesting. The most fun I've ever had in my life is watching television with people fucking breaking balls. Yeah. And today might be a difficult one. <laughs> you got like classic Maury's. There's not much on TV. Ooh. This Ford versus Ferrari is on, like, doesn't I got a seem like a big one. Go get into it. I got a question for you, Keith. Mo- well, is Maury... Po- <laughs> Ooh, a crisper version. Well, hello, Larry. Ooh, look at that. I like that crisp version. Um, Mo- is Maury officially done, right? Hasn't he yeah, they're showing classic ones. That's wow. why it's, like, specifically, let me... But Maury was like poor man's Jerry Springer. God, it was so bad. But it's been on forever. It has been on for so long. I'm surprised he's still with fucking Connie Chung after all these years. Yeah, good for him. You know, I mean, but I, I, wasn't it just, didn't he just basically go off the air within the past six months? Uh, yeah, this year. Recent. This year. Yeah, yeah. This exactly. was like the last season. Wow. Maury Povich. But that's how not ready for it they were. They were still showing, well, now we got Ellen DeGeneres, her farewell tour. Oh, God. We, oh, it's Jesus. three o'clock now, so we're getting into the the West Coast feeds of like the afternoon shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Was that the streets Your of Dr. San Francisco? Phils. Can you scroll up a little bit? What's that? If you can scroll up a little bit. Was, was that the streets of San Francisco? Uh, that was For a TV what? show I, I noticed. Dr. Yeah. Phil. You want to watch the Ellen? streets of San Francisco? Wow. You, you know what was in this? You know what was... You, you will, a, a young, a young Ma- Jeff Goldblum? No, a young Michael Douglas was the. It was Carl Malden. I remember him. He was on the waterfront. Yeah, was, you know, and, and and his his his, uh, his partner is a young Michael Douglas in the streets of San Francisco. Yeah, no, yeah. The, 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 this was a. Uh, I, I this is like Hill Street Blues. It's just like a cop show, right? It's a cop show, exactly. You know, but they're on the streets of San Francisco. 
Oh, is that the difference? Exactly. <laughs> not in the buildings, not on the waters. But the, yeah, there not he in is. the skies. Yep. Yeah. There's young. Oh Michael yeah, look Douglas. at him. Was he on? Was this one of those things where he was on and then he got famous and fucking bailed? Well, he, is there a Streets of San Francisco post Douglas? You know, that's a good point. I don't think so. I, I think he was basically on this for about four or five years, and then the first movie that I remember seeing him in, I believe, was a China Syndrome. Which is such a fucking 70s movie. Well, yeah, because then the th- Three Mile Island happened a week after the movie came out. Yeah. China Syndrome is about a nuclear fallout where it falls like it gets so hot it burns a hole straight through ch- to China well, or that, something like that, that. That is the fear is that, of course, that there'll be, nu- there'll be nuclear uh, waste. That basically there is a nuclear power plant that has an accident. Jack Lemon is the administrator of this plant. Of course he is. And, and, and he has a crisis of conscience. He's like, listen, this isn't good. And uh, and then Jane Fonda and My- Michael Douglas is the cameraman. Jane Fonda is like the reporter. Back when being a reporter was deemed like like that was deemed like a cutting edge job, not just some whore. I think know? we're in the first season because this said Streets of San Francisco Act Three. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, I think well, that's how they used to do it. Lieutenant what was it like Act Forty Seven? Yeah, well, no, no. They would break down the, each episode in, into like six acts. Oh, it was okay. an hour long. So, how about that liquor store hold up on Twenty Third and Folsom? How about that one, buddy? Hey, what do you think about that? Huh? I'm calling guys Jack. Calling <laughs> exactly. a lot of guys Jack. Listen, pal, come on, buddy. I'll take you downtown. What is that fucking John C. Riley? That looks like fucking John. Oh no, that's fucking the it's dude Carl from, Malden. Well, who I thought looks like the guy from The Odd Couple. Oh, oh, you mean the guy he's talking to? Yeah, him right there. Oh, no, no, no. It looks like Jack Klugman, but it's actually Carl Malden. He, he, he was also in Patton. He played Omar Bradley in Patton, written by, uh, by uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, I know those movies. All those movies, to me, they remind me of me not being able to sleep. And turning on television and shit like Patton is on. Yeah. <laughs> like those movies as a kid, I know they're good. No interest to me. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing attractive about the movie Patton as a kid. I, I if you if you it's dated, but you know, Coppola wrote it. It was right before The Godfather. Yeah. So there's basically you watch it honestly, Keith. If you watch the first five minutes, that's all you got to watch, which is basically George C. Scott's speech as Patton. I've seen with that the part. American flag Didn't behind Rocky kind of copy that the Patton like the intro to the first Rocky is very similar. Not to where he's talking, but the like bump, 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 like you got the flag behind him. Like, well, that might be Rocky Four. <laughs> but even when, when just goes- how Rocky slides across the screen in the intro to Rocky. Oh yeah, yeah. When it comes like, to like, I wonder if he's like, let's do a Patton intro. <laughs> I want to do it like Patton. Well, what it is is Pat- the opening scene is. I'm an artist, not a retard. <laughs> The, 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 what, what, what is, oh, look at that Look at that computer punch card That's what we're going to do Chase criminals Let's go like punch cards Like he's grading a Scantron test <laughs> Exactly exactly. And by the way That street right now That home right there Is worth uh, 3.8 billion dollars I'll tell you right now Not only did this guy Murder someone He is not passing The 8th grade <laughs> yeah. So he uh, Yeah So the opening look scene Look at that of carpet yeah, the opening scene of Pat. Look at this, some hippie dude man Dude that's Who's the kind of, That's the caliber of guy My dad smoked crack with Right there Same haircut <sighs> In the 90s, though. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that was a hip look in 74. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that very much... My whole that. dad's crew is living in the 70s. That oh. was their teenage years. Ooh, man. I mean, and not evolving out of that? Ooh, well, they did man. in their own ways. Yeah. Maybe they got a trade, maybe. Yeah. You know, that's good. You got to do something in life. Oh, Who's yeah. this guy? All became roofers. I've always said they were all high school athletes. And as a kid, it was always foisted upon me that like, oh, high school athletes, it'll shape you for the future. It teaches you discipline. And I'm just like, if you want to 
teach if you want to like train high school athletes for their future you should just have them practice putting on roofs <laughs> and repairing siding because that's, that's what they end up doing yeah exactly maybe they're putting in a furnace you know yeah yeah exactly yeah. talking about how they used to play no pad tackle games for kegs of beer like it's a braggable fucking <laughs> yeah no wonder you have CTE. we gave ourselves brain damage for beer <laughs> fucking pussy yeah i wonder you know what's with with brain damage the cte thing I'm surprised I can't have a test on you when you're actually alive. Well, because it's just too deep in the brain, I think. Wow. Like, I wonder if they, they couldn't go in there. Yeah, I, I, I think his... there's ways to drain it because McMahon got some weird neck adjustment. Yeah. And he said he literally felt liquid drained from his brain into his spinal column. There's like a pinch that could happen wow. where your brain fluid starts building in your brain Ugh. and it like puts pressure. And he goes, This dude cracked my neck. And. I just walked away a different person. Well, I heard it literally said like five minutes later, he literally felt like a new human being. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but yeah, but it was the opening scene of Patton was again, back to that. George C. Scott gives the speech about basically firing up his sixth army, you know, and he has a line in there. We're not just going to beat the enemy. We're going to use their guts to grease our tank treads. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, here comes, here comes, oh, look at this. There's a chase scene. Here comes the chase scene. Oh, this will be some great music. Listen to this music. That'd be cool being a studio studio session guy. Hold it. Hold it. That's only a 12-foot drop. <laughs> All right over there. Bow, now, now, now. Fucking uh, Tony Dow jumps out. Or who's, who's fucking the other guy? <laughs> Tony Randall jumps out. Jack. <laughs> what are you doing? Are yeah, you yeah. catching a criminal again? <laughs> I'm not gay. <laughs> no, yeah, there's a real reason why. Your wife didn't kick you up because you were fastidious. Well, there's a reason what fastidious for, really for, means. For the young people watching, there was a show on TV called The Odd Couple. You may know the 90s movie, but that's how old I am and how old you are. You know Odd Couple, the show, from yes, being a rerun. Absolutely. I know it from being a rerun, but I also hung with old people, so that's rare. I remember it being an actual show. But I remember the movie with Jack Lemmon and fucking Walter Matthau. There's people watching this show that don't know that. Yeah, the odd yeah. couple. Well, no, they know the odd couple with Cedric the Entertainer and Mike Epps or whatever. I guarantee <laughs> they definitely remade it with black people. Yeah, of course. Which is great. It, it'll be good with black folks. It wasn't bad. They did a honeymooners with with uh, with said too. Okay, okay. I was always a Cedric the Entertainer fan. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, you know. But yeah, but yeah. This is again. You thought this was Jack Klugman, who at this time was probably filming. Uh, uh, was filming a Quincy. That definitely know? looks like a guy that my dad smoked crack with who lived down the street from us. And he was a weird guy, just a weird kind of like would lose his, at lose attention and was a really intense talker. Ooh. Kind of one of those people where like whatever he's talking about, like it just, it, it takes over it just because like of me. the intenseness. Yeah. Yeah. But then I'm like, what's wrong with that guy? I remember asking my dad and my dad said, Oh, he got fucked up from Nam. And I'm like, what do you mean? He got, I guess he got, he was in a platoon that got wiped out and oh. he had to like Uvalde style bury himself in corpses because uh. he said the Vietnamese were going around with bayonets stabbing and, corpses to uh. make sure they were dead and he was playing dead. So he had to bury himself in dead bodies so he didn't get so bayoneted. He didn't get, he get and I guess he laid there for hours uh. under corpses and just didn't come back the same. Oh, well, did I ever God, we're going off here. Vietnam story. The streets of Vietnam right here. Yeah, the, 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 and, and this was definitely... See, th this show to me... But if see, I'm we're guess, making this episode interesting by yeah, saying that. Yeah, exactly. 
This show, I believe, ran. In fact, ask Siri, or not Siri, ask, uh, uh, how long did the streets of San Francisco run? I'm going to guess 74 to 78. Hey, Google, how long was the streets of San Francisco on television? Five seasons. According to Wikipedia, the show ran for five seasons between 1972 and 1977 uh. on ABC, amassing a total of 11960-minute episodes. Wow. To find out more, Sorry, seventy-two to seventy-seven. I said seventy-four to seventy-eight. I was off, but it, this this caliber of television totally—it it is such a my, my childhood. These shadows and stuff totally reminds me of early TV. This is about my limit for it because to me, all these shows kind of blend in with each other because mm-hmm. they all one upped each other. And then like NYPD Blue came out in my lifetime, so yeah. like cop shows got so much more. At least even with the graphics, like NCIS might not be a better show than Streets of San Francisco, but like they had the little forensics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all the little fucking Batman pows and whoops and bangs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. The Batman show is not good. It's the onomatopoeia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, any, yeah, yeah, ask yeah. any old head who watched that show. What do you remember about Batman? They'll say egghead and they'll say bam. Pow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, and yeah, they'll absolutely. possibly talk about how they thought Batman and Robin were fucking each other. Yeah, well, because <laughs> I'm sure that was the the. I, I was totally turned on by Eartha Kitt. I was to, like uh, Batgirl or Batwoman, whatever. Was like, oh my god, like in her, in her suit. I was. I remember being like six or seven years old, and remember you'd ask me about a cartoon character if I ever fell in love with one when I was four years old. It was the Fox and Robin Hood. You know, yeah. The, the, uh, I fell in love with. Oh, look at this touching moment. With Earth God, I, I have so much I want to say. <laughs> but it was Eartha Kitt for me, man, from, from Batman. She was, I mean, and I'll, oh, just beautiful. Just, a, just beautiful. Anyway, though, Vietnam Fucking story. Rip Taylor in the bed. So you had this guy who was basically a, a Vietnam guy. Who got, oh, yeah. yeah and and then just came home and smoked amphetamines until, I mean, who knows what happened to him. Oh, he yeah. had a son, too. Oof. Danny. His name was Danny. Something. <laughs> the son? No, the or, dude. The dude, okay. I think okay. the kid's name was Danny, too. Okay. But yeah, he was pretty fucked up. Not like you just noticed it. Like he wasn't dangerous, but like quiet and then like would just like be intense out of nowhere and then would just space out. But yeah. So his PTSD was oh, like, yeah. yeah, it was pretty severe. Well, and then you smoke fucking crack. For, that doesn't that, help. That doesn't help your fucking, yeah, exactly. <laughs> your mania. You, you're not I would dealing. say 15 years in, the PTSD was gone and it was just full, you're a crackhead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know that with uh, my, my Vietnam story with PTSD, it's actually from my, Darren Bodecker. You all know Darren Motorcycle Bodecker. rider Darren, Darren Bodecker. Bodecker. Former stand or stand-up comic Darren Bodecker, who does characters. I feel like he's storytelling. He'd probably tell you I'm a storyteller. Maybe now. Uh, at one time, look at Young Douglas. Darren Bodecker's been recording a podcast for the last eight years and has never released an episode. Well, I know. Yeah, it's just this giant sort of archive thing. And I hear into. it's fun to do it, and it's good. So, so he uh, he told me he was in the service from '85 to yeah, 80, he was. '88. He was in... Uh, he Only was in, war makes a Darren Bodecker. Well, he, he was in South Korea, and then he also spent some time in Egypt, too. He had some interesting stories. Very interesting stories. One of them, though, was you know, he was, you know, whatever, at the barracks or whatever, in some office, the motor pool, whatever it's called, you know, and, and he was filing something, doing something, and he put on Led Zeppelin's whole lot of love. And they were all like, yeah, Well, 
<laughs> so all of a sudden, he doesn't. And the drill sergeant, who the drill sergeant for his like platoon or division, not division, yeah. whatever it is, probably you know small, but they go through. He was uh, R I P U pan, like just whatever your fucking division. Well, well, yeah, he was, uh, and he was an African American. We were guy. called the eye hole fuckers, and he came in and was like. You turn that. I mean, he went full on drill sergeant. Bodecker, you turn that off immediately. Next time you want to have play. And, went, and like to the point that he almost like, like Bodecker avoided him for a week on yeah. the base because he got so fucking angry and with Darren him. And Darren just looked and went, That's the way it is with kids today. <laughs> Come on, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the guy ended up coming up to him later. And this guy was like older. You no, know, Bodecker was probably in his early 20s at this time. This guy was in his late 30s. Well, the guy had been in Vietnam and he was just in the service. That was his job. It was his career. Yeah. He took him to the side and said, you know, Private Bodecker, let me tell you a story. What he said was, oh, when, look when, when this guy was in Vietnam, oh, Medicare my God. plans with extra benefits like getting money. Money. By the way, uh, big Trump terrible. supporter. Big Trump oh, supporter. Oh, I'm sure. Probably Huge voted Trump for Rick guy. Caruso. Look at that hat yeah. in the background. <laughs> it says dynamite. You think he has oh, a dynamite? That's probably his God. actual living room. Did you know he he dated Ann Coulter for a while? Back there. He dated Ann Coulter. No. I'm being dead serious. He railed he Ann Coulter? He dated Ann Coulter. Oh, Jimmy she's Walker definitely did. fucked Bill Maher then. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If absolutely. you're letting him get it in there, you'll fucking let Bill Maher lick at your anus hole. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, with I <laughs> get in there. It's the little corn nut. <laughs> oh, you got to flip it around. Oh. Adam, don't pretend like you don't lick god's wrinkles L listen uh, i what is it with your generation and ass play i'm being you bill maher here i don't like ass, ass play i'm Go, being thank bill you Th thank you you've gone up a notch i'm being bill maher so so with here, here's the deal with the vietnam thing so bodecker says that this guy takes my side says okay here's what happened when i was in vietnam you know our base whatever our camp we were out in the, in the in the bush was being overtaken by charlie you know by being overtaken by the vc and, and, and what he was told, and, and this guy handled a lot of different kind of top secret paperwork, whatever. They basically said, okay, you know, if this happens and it's imminent that, that you're going to, you know, that they're going to take over the base, you got to burn these papers and then you got to shoot yourself because they're going to fucking torture your ass. They know what your position is. They're going to pump you for information and then they're going to kill you. So that, that just, it, I guess that had happened to several people. So it was obvious that they're, they're basically their, their entire building is going to be taken over. So he went into a closet and took a a, a cyanide a, pill. Oh no, he had a, he had a gun. He was gonna shoot himself in the Ooh. mouth. And he had a bullet, hollow tip bullet to blow the back of his head out. Bodecker? Not Bodecker. This guy. This yeah. This, this the one soldier. who hates Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. The one who hates Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And, and then he heard and he could hear like Vietnamese being spoken right outside the door. He was basically in a closet, and they didn't open the closet door. He could hear people yelling, talking, and all of a sudden and it went on for like a while. Yeah. Bodecker's it, partying with him. <laughs> yeah. No. No. This is what Bodecker did. This guy said to him like the like late sixties. So it was, and then all of a sudden the, the, the talking got a little bit quieter, a little bit quieter, dissipated to the point that it was silent. And then all of a sudden you heard the song, and what it, it was an American tank with a guy playing Led Zeppelin's whole lot of love as he was going into this town. So he, he got rescued by that, but, but the experience was so fucking traumatic for him that whenever he heard that song, it, it would trigger him. It was a triggering event. Yeah. So that, that was, his, see, act four of San Francisco. They, they let you know, man, they spoon feed it well. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm a pissed off captain. That's my role. This dude, he was in Hill Street Blues. As soon as he comes in, Mr. Sun you were the fuck of a lifetime. Yeah. So you know I have cancer. in for basic instinct right here. <laughs> God, what a... Uh... You know, I'm going to rape a girl in a movie in 1994 and no one's going to bat an eye. Wow. Yeah, that... 
That movie, as we've talked about it before, I watched it recently. I was like, that was the second highest grossing movie of 1992. It made like $360 million. Possible two rapes in that movie. One visual, one actual, the scene. And then apparently Paul Verhoeven didn't tell Sharon Stone that he was going to show the puss shot. That she had asked that it was going to be removed and she didn't. The first time she saw it was at the thing and she was like... At I the premiere, slapped yeah. Slapped him in his face at the promotion. Yeah. yeah. To me, that's how Sharon Stone talks. <laughs> I'm Sharon Stone. <laughs> but he was. He showed my pussy <laughs> without my concern. But, but he was. Uh, w- w- with Douglas, it's just. With that movie, it, it, I watched it. It was jarring to my sensibilities. It was truly a jarring movie. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I had never seen Basic Instinct. I was like, the, the dialogue is so harsh in that movie. And I got a pretty thick skin, you know? But, yeah, anyway, yeah, this is, this is Douglas at, like, 28. Look, I know you don't see a lot of strict men wear salmon, but this is the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I got this from, a, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a new uh, a, a cat, mail order cat. They're, they're called L.L. Bean. A lady, out of Maine. Gave me, a lady gave me some advice. I was eating her pussy all night last night. <laughs> Knowing that I was going to get uh, jaw the cancer. The acids, Dan. The acids get to you. <laughs> Why am I talking like Nicholson? Yeah. Because yeah. everybody does. <laughs> Even it, he had a little bit of a Nicholson to him. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, know, you, you know, Michael Douglas produced uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. No shit. Yeah, he produced it. Was he it. in it? No. He just produced it. What Wait. a guy. Didn't even put himself in it? Yeah, I mean, I thought, well, he probably raised probably the Probably totally the cash, should. You know. God, look at this. I mean. Mr. Garland, I, Lieutenant Stone, San Francisco Police. When I Jack Klugman, at, actor, old cop, odd couple. You <laughs> <laughs> mean Quincy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack. Hey, this is Jack Klugman. I want to know why I'm in this TV show. What if that was the episode of this of like <laughs> Klugman is just lost in reality? I'm trying. What am to I fi- doing? Trying to find my gay roommate. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is. Oh, what's going on? So anyway, I'm getting back real quick. Odd Couple was a TV show in the '60s about two men that lived together. One was sophisticated slash gay, even yeah. though they didn't want to say. And then the other one, you know, he fucking puts ham sandwiches under pillows. And yeah, shit. yeah, he's a slob. Because yeah. the, the, the tension is, he's one guy's a neat freak, one guy's a slob. A neat freak. He gets neat with a lot of freaks in his room. At yeah, night. yeah, yeah, neat freak. Wink, wink, it's nod, nod. anything but the, neat. The, this show was pre-Stonewall, to let you know. I'm a, damp, I'm a damp fool, is what I am. Well, the I original am. Odd Couple actually came out, it was with Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon in the 60s. It was based on a movie. The original movie came out right. in the 60s. And then right. it was, I think it was remade in the 90s, I believe, where they did like a, well, this, a And then the show was the 70s, right? Late 60s, 70s? Yes, exactly. Which yep. was probably hip at the time. Oh, oh, absolutely. We're getting this fruit and this fucking guy together. <laughs> they called him Fruits in the 70s. And then they remade the movie with Jack Lemon and fucking Walter, Walter Matthau, Matthau yeah. riding the fucking grumpy old men train. Exactly. People yeah. know that. I think people know that title. Yeah. Grumpy old men? Yeah. Oh, without a and doubt. They know Jack Lemon talked like this. He shed a jeshish like this. Yeah. He looked like a, a droopy dog. I looked like a shad dog. But then he was also in China Syndrome, coming back full circle, with Michael Douglas, because he, he was the... Uh, uh, nuclear power plant manager with a conscience, you know. I was about to say, do you know that guy's fucking his daughter? But that's the wrong China movie. Do, do you know when you watch this mo- this TV show and you look at the streets of San Francisco, it's so much cleaner back then than it is well, now. You can also tell they used like a block for the whole show. Yeah, yeah. Get back. 
We don't go anywhere near Chinatown on this show. Your minimum wage was worth the most in 1973. The conservative movement is taking over. We're not going to have very good public services. We'll pawn it off as freedom. Wasn't this the era where trash was piling up on New York streets and stuff like that? By late 70s it was. But California, I mean, California was deemed like new. It was a conservative state. Oh, it was conservative, but it was also deemed like a very clean kind of new was state. Was old Ronnie Reagan running things during this time? Uh, from se- from 66 to 74, he was governor of California. Goddamn right, I voted for him, baby. You know, yeah, from 74. And then he, he ran for president in 76, didn't win. Ford won because Reagan was deemed too conservative. He was deemed too right-wing and You're too conservative. You're making sweat my salmon shirt, motherfucker. Oh, look at that. Yeah, look at that. They're on the Bart. Listen to this you're gonna make fucking me, music. You're going to make me sweat too hard and I'm not going to smell like pussy juice anymore. L- 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 listen, look at that. Is he running fast or well, not? I'm running to the vi- to <laughs> sex. Sounds like he's running to some to a lay. This is bizarre. How is Klugman outrunning him? There's no way that would happen. Well, I think Klugman's so- third, I think. Okay, Klugman's in He last. just ran to the next, he ran to the next stop. What is that, a colored guy up there? Uh, Only uh, a colored runs that fast. Oh, here we go. Give yourself up! It's the Fruitvale station, you know? We're gonna put one in your head. I just want to know why I'm this character. I don't like guns. (laughs) Yeah, this was the only... I mean, Street of San Francisco was sort of deemed actually a relatively good cop drama. Of its era. There was a lot of crappy ones, you know. Yeah. Well, it was probably like the only one at the time. How many other ones oh, were there? No. Oh, no. You had Emergency. There were probably a bunch of bullshit. Uh, Police Woman with Angie Dickinson was a show at this Ooh. time. Barnaby Jones was on CBS. Barnaby Jones was on. Hawaii Five O was of this era, too. Uh, and then you also had Buddy Epson was in one. Was Buddy Epson Barnaby Jones? Oh, Rob Aponte wanted me to ask you about an 80s show called Sidekicks. Oh, I have very vague memory of that. I, I really don't know the specifics, actually. I, don't, I brought I don't something know. up, I think, because I, I brought something up last episode, and he was like, ask Adam about a show called Sidekicks. That might have... Who was in that? Was that like uh, George Clooney in one of his many failed uh, attempts at a TV series in the 80s? You know. 86... <laughs> oh, uh, Karate Kid and Cop Team. For a crime fight. Wait, wait, so, so, so it's a Ralph Macchio? Oh, I think I was talking about Kung Fu, the new Kung Fu reboot. Because oh. she like, does fucking karate for the police, essentially. And he was like, yeah, that kind of sounds like the plot to Sidekicks. Ask Crow about Sidekicks. Sidekicks, I, have, I don't remember it exactly. Well, it, it makes sense. I mean, it's got to be a Kung Fu show with the name Sidekicks. They're friends. It's got a double meaning. Holy they- shit, just this thumbnail. This has got to be the most racist thing alive. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm looking We're forward to watch this. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Listen, pal. I'm bringing you downtown. I love this era because it's the era of the punch. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. You just do that. Is that Sam Rockwell? No, but we're going to go to sidekick. We're going to go to sidekicks right here. Oh, this is going to be amazing. Asians teaming up with the police. Ooh, wow. Let me guess. Is, 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 I mean, are they wearing like a, like a headband, you know? Like, what was the thing in like the, the mid-80s of like the Japanese headband with like the, like the Japanese flag on it? Oh, my God. Look at this. 
Oh, really miss her. I guess I miss everything. Horse mare. Are you? Oh, oh, this is a kid show. We're at school I know, it's okay. <laughs> They're letting you know right away. This isn't about the whites. Uh, at the same time, with all the names going across his credits, it is about the oh, whites. Oh, it's made by. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is no Chinese characters in this one. Dan okay? San. Da- yeah, Dan Gordon. Frank White. Bill Black. You know, there's just no... James Fargo, he, he directed a lot of TV, English. I think. Well, you used to be pretty good now. How'd you learn? From TV. The first thing I learned Oh, oh the, the, that's the brother from, uh, from whatchamacallit, from, um, from uh, uh, God, the Fred Savage show. Wonder Years? Wonder Is that Years. fucking... Uh, I, I think that's, the, I think that's, that's Wayne. Brother. I think it is. I think it is. It is Wayne. Yeah. weird, huh? Yeah. He produces low-level television with Eric Bischoff of professional wrestling now. I should have him do my fucking... Yeah, he'll do your pitch deck. Yeah, my pitch have deck. Wayne do your pitch deck. He'll get upset. Fucking, you'll describe it to him, and he'll tackle you and start punching you in the Give head. Give you nuggies. Call you butthead. Didn't he call him butthead? Yeah, I think so. Where's that? Well, it's nowhere now. It used to be in Southeast Asia. So you were, like, born knowing karate? <laughs> Did he say Saigon? Southeast Asia. I thought he said Saigon before that, though. I could be wrong. Nowhere now. Oh, it's right before that. Pakistan. Where's that? Oh, yeah. So where are you from anyway? Vietnam or something? Pakistan. Where are you oh. from anyway? A box v- of rice or something? What are you, Vietnam? Yeah, Vietnam was still known. It was still known because of the Vietnam War. Well, I think No it's one even still talks known. about it. But I mean, it was. Where's that? Well, hey, Aponte's here. Eddie Asian kid. Kung Fu ripped it off. Little Asian kid adopted by white guy cop. That's what this is about. <laughs> We got Kevin Kellum here, Rob Aponte in the chat. Wow, that that, that is such a classic. Well, it's nowhere now. It, 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 you gotta think? admit, you gotta admit, that's pretty white savory, correct? Oh, Would well, you admit, I mean, this little Asian beast can't take care of himself. Yeah, so the white guy's gotta yeah. come in and swoop and save the day. Because another Asian person will just sell him for yeah for for, <laughs> for sandals for body parts. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, you need a liver somewhere. So what year? I'm gonna guess the year of this. You may have already said it. I think it's 86. I was just going to say 86 or 87. Yeah. It's it's before the very late 80s. It's still more mid-80s. The Bears were champions of the world. Absolutely. When this came but, out. By the way, on the NFL Network this week, they showed Super Bowl 20. They're, they might still be showing it right now. They're showing the 94 NFC title game right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got to admit, I, I've enjoyed watching. Because I, I watched that. You know, they had like the, the full sort of, I mean, they, they edited it down. But it's Merlin Olsen and Dick Emberg. I cheered for the Patriots in that Super Bowl. I fucking cheered I for the Patriots. <laughs> you knew they weren't going to win. I, yeah, but I—that I, is how much when they I, went up three nothing. You were probably like, "Oh, hey, you know, they got a turnover. You know, they could have gotten a touchdown." But sing- were you shitting on Peyton the whole time? Hold on, let's see. Uh, I, I just hated the—I hated Jim McMahon. I mean, hated. You didn't like had white fucking the hair, punky quarterback at Jim. Mc- I couldn't stand the just bears he was like because the bears were great and the vikings were in their division they dominated the vikings for a couple of years although the vikings they almost the, beat them that year the, the vikings yeah they, they, well yeah exactly the, the famous peyton block yeah, well, yeah exactly because steve fuller was in the game right and then yes. mcmahon came out and scored like 28 unanswered points or something like that. well his first two passes were both <laughs> touchdown passes then he had a third one to dennis mckinnon later in it so it was like i mean he he, he had three touchdown passes and essentially a quarter I mean, it was like they were, they were getting handled. The Vikings were actually beating them. And then they came in, and it was immediate and instantaneous. Like, oh, my God. Now the Bears. It was literally the first touchdown pass to Galt, and it was like, 
oh, the game's over now. Even though the Vikings are winning right now, you just knew it was over. And, and, and whatever, they were a magical team. That being said, in retrospect, again, the Charles Martin body slam on McMahon. Oh, he fucked him up. D- deprived us of a Giants Bears NFC Championship game that year, which would have been a epic clash. The '86 that would have been an epic clash. It would have been great. Oh, you would have had McMahon call Lawrence Taylor some kind of like dog whistled racial slur well, or something like that. Uh, it just, it just, uh, the the Bears were a good, and, and Dick could call that. He's right. If they didn't have McMahon in the '85 season, they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. He's fucking right. I mean, McMahon was definitely like the, a very good fit for the. Bears. Ooh, look at these guys. They're wearing skirts. Oh, here we go. Oh, no, nature's no. taking over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm. <laughs> Oh, look at Don Cheadle. It's Don, it's Don Cheadle. Cheadle. <laughs> I'm looking for a hotel in Rwanda, sucker. Wow. Look at Let that. him go. Yeah, what look is that, at- fucking David Allen Greer? Whoa, 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 are, are, they, are they fresh from the Beat It video? What's going on? <laughs> the clothes are wearing. Yeah, there we go. What was it with the headband in the '80s? Made you like a villain. He was an, you were an automatic McMahon. villain. You know, it's like Jim McMahon. The it, headband made him a villain. Yeah, it, yeah. And in retrospect, I actually, as much as I hated John McEnroe, well, it was too, a protest. It was against the fucking the the. NFL, it was against like, the man. You know, and also I just I I, I think I give D- uh, uh, McMahon credit. He stood up to Ditka. Me, my, I would be afraid of Mike Ditka now. As a 53-year-old man, I would be afraid of Mike Ditka. Oh, well, you know? yeah. He's like a virulent right-wing fucking... Yeah, yeah. Mike Ditka's probably got a militia under his belt. Yeah. He, we I mean, got there playing football and he, the, cleaning our guns and everything. It's just such, such a bad... Such a, his politics are so fucking bad. But the fact that McMahon would basically just call different plays... I mean, I would be... When I thought of coaching back then, playing sports, the, the coach's word was gospel. You did not alter the coach's words. Like, he told you to do something, you fucking did it the best. May not have done it well, but you did it. You know, and so yeah. the idea of like him like basically defying Didka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He is a prepubescent Asian boy taking on I'm gonna be Rufio and Hook one day. <laughs> Here we go. I, I like this this choreographing of fighting where it's, it's like the one guy comes, you know? There you go. Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) Take him. Well, what if he's playing leapfrog? The worst Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, he's getting a sack guard. He's getting a sack guard. It's his turning Japanese. I think I'm turning (laughs) Japanese. I really think so. Holy shit. Whoa. I don't know why I know this. this. What if he's so confused? He just starts crying after. I don't know what I did. It was instinct. What happened? Are you all right, sir? You're the baddest little dude I've ever seen. <laughs> Ain't that right, Jack? Cowabunga Give me some fire, Zucky. Slap me some skin, my Asian yellow brother. Oh. How you learn on stuff, your granddad? He's just not sweating. You know, hey, man, we're just, we're just, it's the resolution now. We're just gathering our thoughts. How'd you, know? you learn that your grandpa or something, he yeah. said? <laughs> No, you just touch an Asian person and you learn karate. <laughs> From your grand, was it passed down as ancient Asia? <laughs> exactly. We're actually computer people. I'm an android. They programmed it into me. Look at this guy. Grandpa, it is still. Why do none of our tables have legs? 
literally, I'm not lying, Keith. Kung Fu cast a shadow for years afterwards. Did like they his, have a lot of Asian like oh, startups? Oh, oh, I mean, well, I mean, well, obviously David Carradine was in it. And he, yeah, he, he's half and he's Asian. White. Yeah, yeah. He's, like he's played off as half Asian, but his. His, he has a master who teaches him Kung Fu. Who's the most Asian. And he's also just like, oh, and he's blind. And he's always like, oh, I have Asian witticism to explain every situation you ever encounter in life. Like, it, it is so stereotypical that this still exists, you know? Go into the chat here. It says, uh, he, Robert Ponte says he so wanted to be this as a kid. He goes, that actor pretty pretty sure played a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle during the first live action movie. Yeah, yeah, probably Or right. is that Kino? Is that fucking Kino from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Ooh, man. I, I mean, again, these are references you guys know that I don't know. Oh, the but, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. There's a, a Asian pizza delivery man who very similarly is delivering a pizza and walks in on these loot, fucking people looting a toy store. Yeah, yeah. And he just fucking karate's them down. So how were the blacks portrayed in that one? Let me guess. They all had fades. Did they all have fades, you know, like little like Gumby fades and stuff? Like, hey, it's 91, the secret of the ooze, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to see that sequence. That, 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 this is oh, sidekicks. Dude, look how look how similar this is going to be. Oh, my God. It already looks, I can't barely see it. It looks similar. It's amazing. Okay, here we go. So here, here's all this you need 90... to do to set up. He's, it, it sets Kino the character up. He's this fucking smooth ass. He's talking shit to his boss. He's a, he works at a New York fucking, hey, Kino. Yeah, yeah. Got a pizza delivery again, same address. It's like, is clearly, it Danny Aiello from Do the Right oh, Thing? Oh, yeah. It's the hey, same we're, fucking we're in guy. Brooklyn. We got pizza parlors. Oh. Hey, Kino. That's how they call it. Hey, Kino, don't be so Asian every time you deliver pizza. You know, we're getting complaints. Does that say 91 up there? Yes. Wow. Okay. So he fucking goes to deliver this pizza and they clearly like even in the first movie, all these pizza delivery guys get like, oh, to that weird address again, because the Ninja Turtles are ordering pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So he's taking this pizza to this place and he walks in and these fucking nylon headed fuckers are robbing the place. OK. OK. Good. And, setup. You know, Thank he's, you. he's about to be Asian. Right. Yeah, here. exactly. Is, is it pizza delivery? That's him. It's got to be him. It's got to be him. It's right? him. Yeah, it's, it's got to be it's him. It is. It's, it's got to be him. Look at him. Look at him. Good, good. Did I mention I study martial arts? I'm going to go to... His face looks kind of similar. We... Oh, here they come to save him, right? I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a phenomenon, correct? You, were you heavily into them? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. the action figures. The, I hung out with this rich kid underneath that lived downstairs from us. His name yeah. was Garrett. Asthma, all the sheltered shit that they attribute to kids this yeah. fucking kid had. Christian yeah. parents, oh. asthma, all the toys in the world because he wasn't allowed to be outside because of his asthma. Oh god. So he just had the coolest shit. Had a Super Nintendo. We would Ninja Turtle hard. I told him what a virgin was one day, though, and I wasn't allowed to hang out with him after that. Are you serious? Yeah, I told him about sex. Wow. Because he didn't know what a virgin was, so then I was like, this is what a virgin is, but he didn't know that because he didn't know what sex was, so I had to tell him about fucking to tell him what a virgin is. So, And then you took out your picture of Adam Crouches from his high school yearbook. Graphic. This is what a virgin is. Also, one time uh, we took picture, not I don't think with him, but because his sister hung out with my sister as well, Garrett and Christina, and one time... We all went in the room 
by ourselves and took pictures of our assholes. And fucking, wow, uh, and my step, TMI. And my stepdad deli- d- developed the film oh, one day and saw them. God. I'm sure that went over really well with him. Well, I mean, you I'm know, sure kids he, experiment. I, I'm sure he was just. I'm sure he was just like, what is so it? So it's Eddie Reyes Jr. Oh man, and you were we'll wrong. see where uh, I got it up on the, the screen here for people. Let's see his filmography. Sidekicks. He was Ernie Lee in Sidekicks. Wow. Yeah, because he, he looks at the same. Ernie, oh, three years later, they tried to reboot it. Ernie and Master Kim. Oh, oh they, they made that adult, relationship. This is okay. two years before that. Okay. So in 86, man, well, he really grew. This is 91. This is only five, five years, years later. He, five got, years he later. got taller. Yeah. yeah, well, he hit puberty. He hit puberty, obviously. Congratulations. He's right on the cusp of it. Then he, then he hit it. Look, he's pretending to be one of those things. Because he's a dumb criminal, they don't know. Is this an anthropomorphic turtle or a toy? Which guy is that? I was just getting beaten up by an anthropomorphic turtle, (laughs) but they could just sell sell one at the store. Who's he with the purple? That's Donatello. Okay, okay. Michelangelo blue, Donatello purple, Michelangelo... Or no, Leonardo blue, Donatello purple, Michelangelo orange. That's Raphael. That's Raphael. Okay. Or no, that's Michelangelo. He's just drug, uh, dude. Uh, 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 how many? How many movies did they do of this? Three. Well, only three. Three or four. I think they did one in the two thousands as well. But the cartoon was almost more popular than these movies because the cartoon was in the eighties. I'm surprised they haven't rebooted it and make it a they darker. Did. They did. It's a darker version. Actually, it's so dark. Okay, so there is more movies. There's an. Yeah. I I don't even know if it got to trilogy yet, but there is two reboots that are terrible. <laughs> Vanilla Ice is in this one at the end. Go ninja, wow. go ninja, go, oh, oh, go ninja. Hey, it's the green machine, blah, 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 da, 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 da. That's his rap follow-up to they Ice rap Ice while Baby. while he's fighting at the end. Oh, wow. Go ninja, go ninja, yeah, go, yeah, go ninja. Yeah, they performed that at the Do end. Do you know what I was doing in 1991? Eating fucking clam. Uh, I was getting laid, and that is the truth. I was the having ninja turtles get laid? Good, consistent sex. Just to let you all know. I know you all care. So yeah, we found wow. something out today. Wow, yeah, yeah. Kino is the sidekicks guy. Interesting. We we put it together. You know, yeah, policewoman. Yeah, yeah, that, that was Angie Dickinson. That that I think policewoman was an NBC show. And I want to say policewoman ran from like I, I can't see the, uh, my uh 75 to 79. Ed Bernard. How how long did policewoman run? 74 to 78. Oh, okay. I was close. I was close. This is 70, I, I was close. I was almost there. Do they portray her as like, is the whole point? Like no one takes her seriously, which makes her good at her job. Uh, yeah. I think it's sort of, yeah, it's, she definitely has like feminine ways, like solving crimes. Who did this to you? Won't you help? Some broad did this Bert to you. Bert These are shaped dice, sides and corners. You can feel them if your hands are sensitive enough, but in the hands of a good shooter. In the hands of a colored person, it's cheating. To the price, the split, and for what? Someone makes an offer. A lot of shoulder for the 70s, uh, huh? Uh, she, you gotta admit, she's pretty hot. She looked good. Yeah. Who was, oh, I think I we talked about it. I'm telling you. Linda Ronstadt was like modern level hot in oh, the yeah. 60s and yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. had to be in love with Ronstadt. Oh, I liked her. I liked her. No, no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. But that's one of those things where you were like, you don't disrespect Linda Ronstadt by having visions of her. You 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 lust like you're like you know I jerk off to the other girls. I'm gonna marry Linda Ronstadt. Yeah yeah, actually marry her. Bert you know? Convy is in this. Wow, as Crawley. Yeah exactly. 
They weren't giving people last names in TV at this time. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd. That's what you are. You're just Lloyd. Get Lloyd over here. Uh, p- pop on Linda Ronstadt. Pop on a picture of a. Yeah, she was cute. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. She was. You're no good. You're no good. You're no good. Baby, you're no good. I'm going to tell you again. You're no good. You're no good. You're no good. Baby, you're no good. This is from Blue Bayou. Oh, oh yeah. This, this, is, this is. Blue Bayou is the jam. Can't play the song, obviously. But like that's like a hip. Everybody probably thought she was hip. Oh, very much so. I mean, she was, yes, very much so. West Coast kind of hip, you know. Wasn't she with, who was her famous fucking lover? Jerry Brown, who was the yes, governor of California. Yes, she was with Jerry Brown until the end, right? Well, when, when Jerry Brown was the youngest governor, not the oldest. Because he was hip as fuck, right? Oh, yeah, Jerry Brown was the beginning of like libtardness in California, right? Well, yeah, he was sort of, you know, well, he called him Governor Moonbeam. He actually had totally good ideas, I think. I don't think he was a complete shithead. Uh, but he was, uh, he was Pat Brown's son. You know, Pat Brown was the governor back in the 60s. Who uh, he, he knew when... When Reagan ran, he was like, oh, yeah, conservatism is totally 76. What were you doing November 76? I, I would have been seven years old. I, I would have been in the second grade, I think. Yeah, second grade. Uh, uh, 76? Oh, no. The, yeah, yeah, this is before Star Wars. Written by Phil Everly. They weren't letting women write songs yet. We're going to get... Yeah, she can get down. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, hello, I'm Linda and I have an eating disorder. And then she just starts belting it. <laughs> uh, Steve Martin in his Born Setting Up book said he was very intimidated by Linda Ronstadt because she was like well, very, yeah. very street smart. She had an aura. Yeah, she was very... She wouldn't fuck me. She... <laughs> Which yeah. is intimidating as a man. <laughs> yeah, most women wouldn't, you know, so... Oh, Steve Martin, is it the arrow through the head? Yeah. What's wrong? Is you it know? because I'm a complete fool all the time? <laughs> I uh, I loved Steve Martin. As a I kid. just would that would be my favorite loved part as a friend to, to be Steve Martin's friend and hear him complaining about his love life. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you pretending to be a mummy on stage isn't catching with the women. <laughs> I, I guess he's uh, I mean, he was for mis- some reason. They don't enjoy men dancing like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's this? Is this it's just the streets of fucking the cleavage of San oh, Francisco. Oh, this is Vegas. With Robert Urich. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. They rebooted this, too. The, 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 now, this was actually very late 70s. The, this is not mid-70s. This is late 70s. Just a couple of days. Oh, oh, oh that's Barbie Benton. Ooh. Ooh. Why do you look like you just joined the mafia? Do, do, she, she, she was in a... I mean, she was in Playboy. She was Hugh Hefner's girlfriend for many years. Hell Barbie yeah. Benton. And she was... Like, to, honestly, for me, she was the essence of beauty. On the right there, the essence of I thought she was so yeah. smoking a, a Ronstadt copy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, kind of the look, the hair a little bit. She couldn't act for shit. You can tell. Look at her though. Oh my lord. Yeah, she she was oh, she a bad actress though. I bet you she'd be crazy to talk with now in her seventies and stuff. You know, I bet you she had crazy stories. Yeah, yeah, that's Barbie Benton. She was in the 25th uh, silver anniversary of Playboy. My brother had that Playboy issue. You know, she was, oh, I thought she was just like gorgeous. You know? So here's what I'm going to cut over to because it's about, we're 50 minutes in. Uh, it's about 4.15 because yeah. I do have to go on a trip. I'm going to Denver. Got yep. my luggage right over there. I could die tonight. So yeah, 
You're welcome for a yeah. final episode here. <laughs> is that who's that dude? Is that Steve McQueen ripoff? Look at that. I'm wearing my designer jeans. I'm Dan Tan. I'm from Vegas. There we go. I'm uh, I'm the executive. One day I'll be fucking. Uh, who was that's the character that fucking uh, Norman Lear played? Not Norman Lear. Who's the fucking guy who created Dick Van Dyke? Oh, uh, Ryan, Ryan, uh, fucking uh, Rob uh, Reiner, Rob, or not no, Rob, uh, Carl Reiner, Carl Reiner, Carl Reiner. yeah, that's Rob the Reiner's Carl kid. Reiner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's- See, that's when you notice the attractiveness of men. I will say, that guy looked like a total walkover, like the old like casino bald like cigar guy. Yeah, like even though Rob Reiner's an old man or like Carl Reiner, you're like, yeah, Carl Reiner's a better looking guy. Than that <laughs> schlub. That's when homophobia gets too far. When like dudes won't even admit that another guy is better looking than another one. Oh like, yeah, yeah. What do you think? You want to fuck him in his ass? Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that that that's like '80s level homophobia. Oh, dude, that's the homophobia I grew up with. I don't know what makes a man attractive. I can look at Brad Pitt and say, yeah, he's a handsome man. I can do that. Even now, you know? that's what I hear now. Be, oh, look, look at that scene. I think that's a oh, total green screen. <laughs> yep. I think that's how I've evolved. Is because that's usually the defense of misogyny of like, well, women are the most beautiful creatures on the planet. Men are these fucking goblins. We fought. We sh- we rub shit on our fucking bare skin. Just the most disgusting these people. Goblins. Men are the most disgusting human beings on planet Earth. I do not want to fuck a man. I am not attracted to a man at all. Was so gross. Was so ugly. Yeah, I- women are so beautiful. I'm rubbing my chest. <laughs> Looking like that's how fucking desperate they are. To prove I'm not to attracted prove, to men. Yeah. They're so ugly. Men are the ugliest creatures known to fucking man. And then you ask a woman, and they're like, "Dude, I love dudes." <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You know. But yeah, I love that idea that like men are ugly it's a scientific fact yeah <laughs> and women should be raped yeah why well, which is all i'm not saying yeah, that yeah, like yeah, i'm yeah. saying that is the defense obviously yeah. the, the, the whole that you are right that when i was younger like a late teen that was also clear yeah I, hey hey i'm not gay or the homosexual declaim, disclaimer hey i'm not gay but that's a nice they would sunset. put it before shows. You know, listen, I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah, every episode before every episode of my so-called life, the cast and crew of this show ain't gay. Ain't gay. <laughs> we ain't gay. Okay, exactly. <laughs> it's so hilarious. Though. For so long, I used to do a. I still do a redneck accent for for real ignorance. But sometimes, again, for a racist accent, it's a Chicago accent. Now you know. Hey, what listen. They came moving into Marquette Park when my grandma lived down there. Grandma O'Malley. What do they do? We got to leave then. You can't be around them. They're unsafe. Everyone chomping on a fucking cigar in this fucking TV God, show. look at that. Look at Robert Urich. Dan Tana. He, he died of cancer. He's a big guy. Oh, yeah. that's the kind of guy that only goes down to cancer. Yeah, yeah. He died probably. Maybe. He died a long time ago, too. He died probably 25 years ago from cancer. Why are you making Robert De Niro face? <laughs> yeah, look at the, they're filming this in Vegas. Oh, absolutely. This, this is all going to be a Best Buy in 20 years. This was on ABC Saturday nights, the same night as uh, Fantasy Island and Love Boat. In fact, it went, it went, I think it went Love Boat, Fantasy Island, then Vegas. Vegas was deemed a more adult-type show. Definitely the bastard of the, of the three shows. Yeah, it didn't last as long. I wonder if that's when, because I feel like England and America differed. And maybe that's why we're more entertaining is I feel like England kind of accepted television as an adult medium immediately. And that's why all their shows are kind of boring, very serious, complicated plot stuff. Even when it started getting comedy, it's very eclectic. Yeah. And I think 
they started in America were like, well, if kids like TV shows, we'll make more money. So let's make everything a little more hokey. Like, I wonder if that was the tilt. To, to me, uh, I, I'm not buying your theory, but I, I'm right. glad you expressed it. Uh, to me, the main difference is British TV, they would just do one year. It was I one still series. think that's the way to go. They, 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 don't, they, don't, they wouldn't have an eight-year run. You know what I mean? They would just, okay, like, this is our run on BBC for 16 episodes, and that was it. You know, so, I mean, not... 140 episodes of uh, Vegas, you know? So. Well, there's some shows like EastEnders has been on for 80 oh, years. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Now, that's like days of Soap our lives. Soap operas are huge out there. Like, there yeah. are very some shows that have been on for like... But even those shows are like different iterations. They'll change the entire cast every five years and shit. Yeah. EastEnders? That's so fucking British. We live on the East End. You don't say, oh, no, it'd be a Cockney accent like East End, right? That's what the craze were. Oh, yeah, you know. It's and, about and, football. Football, East End, Arsenal. That's Belzer. It's Belzer is his. Belzer is his Get partner. Get out like this, brother. I do all the impressions of the brother. Yeah, Be Belzer is like the nerdy is side. This, was this like the first? Is that Richard Belzer? No, no. I, I think his name is. Is it Belker? What's, what's his name? Not Belker. Sorry, Hill Street Blues. I thought you meant What's Bells. his name? What's his name? It's case, didn't it? Yeah. Can you lift back to your car? That'd be funny if it's the 70s. You never know. They're just like, hey, Shylock, get over here. Yeah. This is Detective Shylock. <laughs> you know, you, you know he's, a, he's a globalist. To, it's me again. Uh, I, record, I filmed nine of these fucking commercials. You, you know, you know Jay Leno and Letterman met. Their first jobs in, in entertainment were writing jokes for Jimmy Walker. Oh, yeah. For Letterman and Leno. So Letterman would always have Jimmy Walker on. And so, I mean, and I mean deep into his career that there were jimmy walker's jokes pop on a, a jimmy walker set of stand-up from letterman oh I it heard, is there's like one where he talks about putting velcro on the ceiling oh, yeah. and that's how you, you want to know kids. how you babysit black kids you get yourself a trampoline you put velcro on the ceiling it was like oh my god you are setting the race back man i mean this is I mean, it, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, oh, oh speaking, speaking of, of setting things back, I yeah. want to get into some topics here. Um, I would say the bigger one, it takes death and fucking blood money to make golf interesting. <laughs> so for people who don't know, the Saudis have started a golf tour in America called Live, which is the Roman numeral for the amount of journalists they've murdered. <laughs> it's in the thousands. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. put Khashoggi's arms, L-I-V, that's the logo. <laughs> his body parts. His limbs. His limbs. His, yeah. His, yeah, his shin. Yeah, exactly. A femur is in there. Yeah. Okay. So that's everyone's funny. sparring about this on the shows. Uh, uh, Phil Mickelson play, has gone over like seven PGA champions have all defected to this live tour. Now, Colin is like the only guy who's like, what's the big deal? They're all going for the bag. It's all about joy, my company. If my company, if all of a sudden we started slitting people's throats, but I'm still paying you well, you'd stay. You do. Yeah, you like, that's kind of his fucking thing <laughs> your about how, like, sponsors are sponsors. You just, you bite your tongue. You have no integrity. You know, you're a whore, right? And that's the only purpose of our existence is to make as much money as humanly yeah. possible. That's all it is. So right? you have Rick Riley on Rich Eyes and oh. talking about how he wouldn't be able to look himself in the mirror if he took Rick the money. Rick Riley? Rick Riley has the integrity of a fucking Well, ant. now he's tied up. Turd. He's disappointed in Phil. He's such a turd. Cuz he and cuz his thing is he was like Phil was always the nice guy. Like he was like Tiger won't pick up a dinner check. He was like I've seen Phil give for he called a homeless person a bum on fucking Rich Eisen. Oh, he did? He goes, I've seen him give a bum an umbrella and then give him a thousand dollars cash. This bum. Put it in his bum fucking hands. 
So, but the, but Rick Riley, because Rich Eisen said he goes, he goes, Bum. Eisen was like, I'm a human being. If someone offers me, because uh, Mickelson's getting paid two hundred million dollars, there's no cut, so like the tournament doesn't have a cut, and they play in teams, so it's like a shotgun style tee off. Okay, okay, it's all weird, and they like the Atlanta fucking Ramblers, like they got weird names. Oh, they're from it's like, like a total different approach to golf. Oh, interesting. But it's guaranteed money, like. That, like R- R- Rick Riley said, I'm going to quote Riley a lot. He goes, Phil Mickelson can shoot radio stations for the rest of his career, and he's getting paid $200 million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why not? Well, that's where fi- the only thing I'll buy in the defense to this, because all the golfers are being pussies. They're not just saying, like, I'm doing it for the money. They're trying to say, golf heals all. <laughs> no one knows what good golf can do to the world. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because fucking <laughs> it's helped in America all these years. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it, Tiger, the healing has begun because yeah. of... Uh, the master Tiger Woods made you love black people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it didn't make you animus at all that a black person was dominating the game I, of golf. I, I tell you what, that that was a threshold when he became a dominant golfer. That was almost like one of the last. That was like the last sport to truly be like, oh, whites don't truly dominate it now. There was basically a couple other African American golfers: Calvin Pete, Rodney Pete's father. So Colin, uncle, uncle, so sorry, Colin uncle. is flipping and saying that like money's money, money talks, bullshit walks. Um, so now he, because today the PGA commissioner said that like we're not down, we don't mind competition, but this is an irrational threat. This is the Saudis trying to buy golf, yeah, and wash their fucking blood persona. It's sports washing, yeah. <laughs> and Colin is like aghast that like he thinks like this is the one time he's just like everybody's being so gay about this show what they're murderers i probably would not go and take that paycheck but there's a lot of probably yeah yeah. rick riley wouldn't be able to look himself in the mirror Eh, probably wouldn't do it yeah he shouldn't look at himself in the mirror for some of it rick riley wrote one of the most racist sports articles ever read in my entire life in si about the colorado football team in the early 90s really yeah but yeah well let's watch this things i wouldn't do or maybe was what did he say about cordell stewart well it it was i gotta find out it it was like rashawn salam i think just basically this cokehead and this drunk well as i recall it's been a long time since i read the article it was a lot about just this quote-unquote kind of thug element that's been brought into Boulder, Colorado, because McCarney, their coach, recruited South. I mean, they used to have a South pipeline LA. from L.A. They had a pipeline. Oh, well, it's Darian Hagan. Well, I Eric feel like at that time it was straight up like you live in South Central. Come live in the mountains. You know, but but I mean, a lot of these kids, had never, they'd never been out of South Central. Yeah. You know? So they recruited Texas and they recruited California hard. And became a force. They were a very. Oh yeah, good I remember the tail end of the good Colorado years. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember they hired Barnett from fucking Northwestern. Yeah. Well, Barnett was a D coordinator for 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 them. Uh, yeah. They won the national championship. I believe he left Northwestern to coach Colorado because he left Colorado to go to Northwestern Judas and, then, and then went from Northwestern back to. Colorado. And then he died. Yeah, no, isn't that crazy? No, no, yeah. no. The Walker died. Randy Walker yeah. died exactly. By the way, supposedly Northwestern's recruiting class in college football this year. The eighth best in the country. No shit. Yeah, I was like, what? Well, too bad. I root for the Trojans now. So it's the one team I've switched my allegiance over. They're going to be that good where I'm just like, I'd rather cheer for that team. (laughs) Plus, they funded this apartment pretty much. USC's done more for my family. Yeah. Yeah. Than Northwestern's ever has with making their cheerleaders fuck boosters. Yeah. (laughs) Do that athletes do. And I don't think they should be called out for everything. 
I don't love my golfers that I love taking Saudi money, but I understand the world we're in right now. Globalization, everybody pushes it. Well, this is the down- The world's globalized, so you have to just fucking deal with the Saudis. Because it's run by globalists, Because right? it's, it's run by, I'm Catholic, <laughs> I'm not saying anything, Joy's a Christian. Outside <laughs> to globalization, Saudi money can come in and buy our tour. Uh, Jay Monahan, I don't know him. I'm sure he's a bright guy. He said this. Not a billionaire, so I don't know how smart he is. Again, that's my barometer for intelligence. (laughs) How much money do you have? Well, yeah. Questions about it. I am not naive. If this is an arms race. I know there's a kick me sign on my back. He just seems like that guy. I know that someone drew a penis on my face last night. Did someone ever do that in your your, junior high school? Kick me? There's been a kick me sign. Yeah. No, no dick on my face. I know there's a penis. There's a set of tits on my forehead right now. Mickelson played a prank on me. I passed out. On I his drank way too out. many wine coolers. On so his they way drew to, a permanent marker. On his way to Bahrain, Mickelson <laughs> took a shit. If the only Shave weapons my eyebrows. here are dollar bills, the PGA Tour can't compete. The PGA Tour, an American institution, can't compete with a foreign monarchy that is spending billions of dollars an attempt to buy the game of golf. We- they use limbs as clubs. The I balls mean, are eyeballs. It, 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 the, the takeover of the oligarchs on our planet is so apparent. It's just so obvious. You know, it's just like it. It's, and there's nothing curbing that whatsoever. It's just a free for all. You, you know, know, in this league, they call it a Khashoggi in one. They. You get it in. I, I yeah. One shot. There we go. We welcome good, healthy competition. The Live Saudi Golf League is not that. It's an irrational threat. One not concerned with the return on investment or true growth of the game. Well, you you can say you're not naive, but does Jay Monahan realize that not all rivals are as altruistic as you? So now Colin's about to go into the defense that, like, <laughs> Saudi Arabia is not in the title. He's just taking the money. Just the money's got blood on it. It's not like he even says, like, they're not using limbs as claws. It's not that big a deal. And I'm so disappointed in Joy. Even Joy's like, what everybody, what's everybody freaking out about? Because yeah. I'd be able to go there and show my tits and, like, they wouldn't, they'd think I'm hot. No, they'd kill you. <laughs> Did you, uh, I think I've told the story on the show before about that friend of mine who went the, to the United Arab Emirates. He had, to, he had to deliver a, there was basically a presentation for a building that his architectural firm in Chicago was being basically asked to design. And, and they had to go to the, the Sheikh's palace. The house was like worth a couple billion Hell dollars. Yeah. And he was like gold-plated giant And he's doors. like, and I live in the bad part of that. Uh, and, and, they, and they had to go in there for 15 minutes. Now, he didn't give the presentation. The lead architect did, but he had to like kind of set things up and kind of stand behind. Well, literally, the sh- it was like holding court, like a medieval court. The sheikh yeah. was there with, 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 like, with two of his sons. Okay, give your presentation for 15 face. minutes. Look at that He's about to accept the Saudi dick into his mouth. <laughs> I want to know their link to Fox, because that's what I'm wondering. If I, I, Legally, I can't. Are worried about what you're worried Rupert Murdoch will have my ass if I say anything bad about this. <laughs> Murdoch is all about it. Worried about the rich history of the game. I'd take the threat seriously. If they got Rory McElroy or Tiger, what am I going to sit around and watch? 
These guys are all... By the way, they offered Tiger $500 million to play in this live tournament, and he turned it down. Still wow. available to play... Like scrubs. They, this dude who was like one, a laughable flop on the tour got $50 million. They're like just paying... They're buying golfers. Well, you know. Interesting. The Masters, Interesting. the British Open, the Ryder Cup, the stuff I watch. Yeah, and that's the thing now, is, and that's his uh, his defense right here, is so all of the majors are not controlled by the PGA. That's USGA, I think. So all of these live fuckers, they can play in the majors. Oh. So, And here's, like, I'm getting back to what Phil said. Phil's the only one who was like, I'm doing this for the money. He even said, he goes, yeah, they're bad motherfuckers. They kill you for being gay. They killed Khashoggi. We know what they did. He goes, but this is the one chance to change the PGA. Like he's essentially saying, like if enough people do this, the PGA will will pay us guaranteed. Like the PGA will bite because like that's his thing of like because PGA is all incentive based. Those golfers aren't under salary. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, have, all, they have to score at a certain yeah. level. Yeah, yeah. And the exactly. live is like, no, we'll pay you two hundred million. I don't give a fuck if you fucking put it in the trap the whole tournament. Yeah, I mean, th there might be some truth in that. You know, what I mean, there might be some truth in, it, in that in that statement. I mean, I, I don't. I don't dismiss that. Yeah, I've, I've, I've vaguely heard of this. This is the first time I've done more of a deep dive into this. Listen, Saudi Arabia tried to buy the English Premier League. They got golf. They got beaches. <laughs> Pepsi, McDonald's, Pop. You go over there, it's all American. <laughs> well, I told you that that buddy of mine went over there. He got to fly on, um, God, it was British Airways, which was a, it was a great flight, Chicago directly to. They were in uh, Dubai. So they were Dubai and Abu Dhabi are the main two cities in the United Emirates. In the 1960s, their biggest industry was pearl diving. It's people going in and like getting pearls out of clams. And like then they realized, oh no, we have oil, and it's just like, I mean, it blew. There is there. Are, I'm sure there is now trillions of dollars of wealth in that. Oh, in, dude, in, in that in that. Oh, uh, they're country. ready to roll, dude. I mean, it, there's trying to get off. They're trying to. They're trying to get off oil by like 2036. Well, I think I told you, the building this friend of mine does, or he, he had to design with the architect was a, it, it, this shake wanted to create a 70,000 person city. In the United Emirates, in the desert, that, that that was basically off the grid. Essentially, it was a a, troll, a, a renewable. Who's going to live run. there? Me and my wife. Yeah, yeah, a, a renewable city. You know, so the to so this building was like a fifty story building that was all green, like literally it was passive design. Image you know? only government. We we skin people alive, but it doesn't harm the environment. It's yeah. all green. <laughs> if a woman goes outside without her face mask on, you know. Yeah, we kill for dissent. Yeah, but that smoke going up into those stacks is boy, clean. Boy, so, well, I mean, this country intervention done stop that. There's no political thing. Like people say, if they want to blame Trump, no, this country has done business with Saudi Arabia forever. Everybody you know? talks about the um, the morality of it. The Holocaust was terrible for the environment. <laughs> we do it clean. Yeah, God, we've murdered as many just cleaner. Our government's not going to step in here. Our government has a good relationship with Saudi Arabia because they're in a hostile area of the country for us. We need their oil of and the we country, need their of the world, alignment. To say. So that's not going anywhere. It's another reason I've defended the golfers is we are... Yeah, and people hate the government, Colin. <laughs> like he's saying it like, you know, the government shouldn't be with Saudi Arabia and that doesn't upset any of you guys. Yeah. yeah it does. <laughs> know, you fucking, you're cool with the government? I know, I know, doing that. Oh, well, the government shouldn't... Is that your barometer for everything? My children do everything the government does. <laughs> Constantly as a country. in We go on recess every, every two months, <laughs> just like the government. Yeah. 
relationships with countries that do bad things. I'm not going to crush a golfer for taking $150 million. Everybody's an expert on money. They're never offered. Everybody. Here, poor people complaining. (laughs) Poor people got morals all of a sudden. (laughs) They have so many advantages, right? Everything. You know why they got morals? It's the only thing that's on the ground. (laughs) You lift up a garbage can, it's all just morals under there. (laughs) Man. When you don't have anything to live for, just morals. Fucking pathetic poor people and their morals. Expert on turning down money they're never offered. So I will say this. Um, Saudi Arabia is buying these golfers to improve their global. It's a good follow It is. It is. That's a good solid follow I love we're talking about it and Crow's just watching this like. You see his his chin is actually on his shoulder like that. It's like he's kept. I mean, he's twisted his hips well. I mean, that's a a good follow through. Global image. They tried to buy the UK. Jay Monahan may not be naive, but there are hostile takeovers on Wall Street. Look up the name Carl Icahn. He's made Ooh, a career out of it. Man, God, giving us your business history, your your insight, Colin Coward. He's Look up the name Carl Icahn. Great biography. I've read it. Good guy. <laughs> hey, I have it right next to my copy of Mein Kampf. I, I, I love yeah. it. <laughs> I just shuck off rich people. Yeah, he, I'm about to. I got a naked rich guy under here right here with uh, the big squid game mask on. He's uh, gonna suck me off. <laughs> Put rich into me. Is he in it for the altruism? Or- Do I stalk Jeff Bezos? Yeah. Yeah. Stroke myself to him at night. Let's see what he For the good of the company? No. He sees a vulnerable company, and he goes in, and whatever word you want to use, rate it, and then he has a stake in it, and then he drives it. Yeah, he also does it to, like, shit-ass companies. Who, who, who? Icon. For, oh, for a oh, lot yeah. of, like, yeah. he what he does is bad, but, like, he does it with, like, oil companies. Like, didn't he, like... Stop again. Didn't he like, I think Carl Icahn like helped the gas crisis stop because he like bought the company and was like, yeah, you should distribute your money this way. And he did it because he was going to make the most money, but it did help. Yeah. But yeah, he is a piece of shit. I'm going to say this again. No one likes Carl Icahn. I I am not a, I'm not against, you know, making a buck. It's just these forces need to be harnessed when there is not some sort of level of government regulation things go haywire it, get, it gets out of control people make very risky decisions that have huge ripple effects on a lot of people's lives well that's even know? what i'm thinking that's i want to keep this for like who knows what all this injecting of saudi money into stuff is going to do because then you're legally bound to like what if their government does get under does eventually get fucking tried for fucking war crimes. Well, who knows? It, it, you know, it's that stuff is it has to play. All I'm saying up. is, I, I want to play this clip when the United States government is being recoed in a fucking in a fucking worldwide <laughs> fucking Interpol, Interpol sort of, case. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because they fucking accepted Saudi money. And it. Benefits- I mean, look what they did to the businesses that were in with Russia. You know, Chelsea had to sell their football team their interest wow like they're wow. like imagine if if a big if the saudi government goes down for war or murder yeah, like everyone yeah. who is involved in saudi money is going to have to immediately back out and how many's how many people's businesses economies are surviving because of saudi money oh i'm sure 
You know. WWE and Formula One would be done because they have billion-dollar investments WWE with them. WWE. They do hilarious. 10 events in Saudi yeah. Arabia every year for like a billion dollars. Do they have professional wrestling events? Yeah. yeah. Women can't yeah. wear fucking, can't show their skin. Only men can go to the events. Real really? progressive shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the good old days. But yeah, I take the money, Yeah. <laughs> They're called hostile takeovers. And Carl Icahn's made a career. Carl Icahn doesn't sorry. murder gays. His, his, also, his business history annoys me. Like, why am I supposed to listen to you? You know what I mean? Like, it's called hostile takeover. I don't even, you know, whatever. You know. Out of it. Now, he's. Let's get to a halftime. Let's do a halftime. Okay. okay. It's like 436. Yep. Okay. All right. It's a halftime. All right. We're going to half it. I'm going to play commercials. It was an abrupt. Hey, what's one, up, sweets? Briars presents Viennetta, but this delicious ice cream with its crispy, chocolatey layers could cause one small problem. One slice is never enough. Enjoy Briars Viennetta this summer. I've got the power to wear red. When you know you've got great hair, you've got the power to do anything. Introducing the power of all new Salon Selectives. I've got the power to crack myself up. Now with all new formulas, it's completely customized to give you the power to choose your perfect combination and the knowledge that your hair is as great as it can be. I've got the power to conquer the world. Or maybe just Cincinnati. New Salon Selectives. See how great your hair can be. Hi. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. I am. It's yes. Can't wait to find out if you're pregnant or not. Get a clear yes or no in just one minute. Only with Clear Blue Easy. I was hoping it was. I mean, I knew it was. When I have a migraine, I often wonder if the pain will ever go away. But now I can break through that pain with Imitrex Nasal Spray. One quick spray breaks through the pain of most kinds of migraines, the related nausea and sensitivity to light, without drowsy side effects. So I stay alert and active. Imitrex isn't for everyone. If you have certain types of heart or blood vessel disease or uncontrolled blood pressure, you shouldn't take Imitrex. Very rarely, certain people, even some without heart disease, have had serious heart-related problems. So talk to your doctor about this, especially if you have risk factors for heart disease like smoking, high blood pressure, or high cholesterol, or if you're pregnant, nursing, or taking medications. Call 1-888-4-MIGRAINE for product information. Imitrex. Now with nasal spray and tablets. It lets me stay alert and active. Ask your doctor about Imitrex, the most prescribed migraine medicine in the U.S. My father always said, don't brush your teeth too hard. But I want to do a good job. Introducing the ProCare brush from Mentadent. Now he's got something new. And I'm thinking, I've never seen anything like it. Only the Mentadent ProCare brush has a fully flexible handle. So you can be more gentle on your gums, like dentists recommend. Because the handle of the toothbrush gives. I knew I wasn't brushing too hard. Plus special bristles, clean teeth, and massage gums. Somebody thought more about how to make a toothbrush. The new Mentadent ProCare brush. Brush smarter, not harder. Hey, Diane, what's with the raincoat? It's the new Rain Clean Vinesaw. Wow, this smells as fresh as the air after a spring rain. But it still cleans with the pot. Question. Do you have to dial any extra numbers on your phone to make a long-distance call with Sprint? Would I bring it up if you did?
the corrosive effects of salt and water. Every Lexus features airbag terminals plated in gold. Of course, we might have used a less expensive material, but it wasn't money. We were interested in saving. Come listen, listen to the sound of a whole other oh, real apples and cinnamon spice make every old taste as good as it sounds. Apple cinnamon, listen, cheerios. Hey, did you catch the news this morning? Yeah, I caught Good Morning America. In the news this morning, the U.S. military is setting up camps. Did you see that special that John did this morning? Jill Siegel will have a review of the new episode. Review said it's really great. Can your map match that? Oh, I think so. All indicators are up. Spencer's forecast? It was great. So have a great day and join us tomorrow. On Good Morning America. In the world of frozen entrees, there's a fresh new idea. Introducing Hidden Valley frozen entrees. The difference is our deep dish casserole that lets you steam food. And steam unlocks all the flavor of our valley fresh ingredients. So the vegetables are crisp, the meats moist, seafood savory, and the pasta perfection. Hidden Valley frozen entrees. Taste the difference that's fresh from Hidden Valley. In case you haven't heard, everything on Wendy's Super Value menu is just 99 cents each. Music adds nice touch. And that includes Wendy's All-American Beef Hot Dogs, just 99 cents each. It's summer, which means it's time for hot dogs. And Wendy's has them, topped with mustard, relish, and onions. Plus 99-cent Biggie drinks, Biggie fries, and Frosties. Come in for the All-American Beef Hot Dogs on Wendy's Super Value Menu. Don Cannon and Sally Wiggin, News 4 People. designed around the way you're built. You have to wait about two months. If you want a house designed around the way you live, the wait is two years. But if what you desire is a car designed around the way you drive, you don't have to wait another day. The 1991 Acura Legend Coupe. Beers that go down lightly, watered down so heavily. Why? Ask, why? Turn off the water and turn but dry. Its smooth draft taste is dry brewed, not watered down. To drink light, yet satisfied completely. So why get soaked when you can drink but dry? Everything's changing. Saving, conserving, all that stuff's in. Make the most of what you've got, and you'd be surprised at what you get. I guess we demand more, but we should demand more. Introducing the all-new Toyota Tercel, now with more room, more power. It's simple. New values, new car. Tercel, at $65.88. It's the lowest-priced two-door sedan you can buy. Things that you can depend on, things that you can believe in. Now appearing at a Burger King near you. A cool new star. Snickers ice cream bar. Rich milk chocolate, buttery caramel, and fresh roasted peanuts. Together with a cool taste of premium ice cream. Just the way you like it. So have it your way with the coolest new star. Snickers ice cream bar at Burger King. 
Things aren't quite the same at this year's Webster Street Block Party. It's chicken instead of hamburger. Turkey's a new favorite sandwich. And all these lighter foods have a tangy taste. Because instead of mayo, people are reaching for the zip of Miracle Whip salad dressing. It's got a third less oil, plus that tangy zip. Gotta have our zip! The food may be lighter. Zip! Spread the word! But on Webster Street, they still put a heavy premium on taste. Are these your drugs? Look, Dad, it's Where not... did you get it? Dad, Answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. pepperoni and Italian sausage. Now Pizza Hut gives you tons of both at a great price in the new Italian classic combo pizza. One just $8.99, the second just four bucks more. But hurry, this deal's going fast. Pizza Hut, make it a great... Years ago, when this was my piano, your mom helped me dust it with Pledge. Now that it's ours, I use Touchable Pledge. With Pledge, smears just disappear. I taught someone that same song. <laughs> also in a trigger spray bottle. They drive their parents crazy. They never do what they're told. John Stossel on what to do when it seems like your kids never, ever listen. 2020, Friday. Hi, I'm Sally Wiggins. And I'm Lynn Cullen. Saturday, June 15th, will be a special day indeed. That's when we welcome home our Desert Storm veterans with a gala parade through downtown Pittsburgh. We'll be there, and we invite you to be there with us for this special celebration. Then at 6 p.m., join me and the rest of the WTAE4 News team for an expanded one-hour edition of WTAE4 News to relive the magic moment. The Operation Desert Storm Welcome Home Celebration, Saturday, June 15th from 6 to 7 on WTAE4 News. Startling new revelations from former first daughter Patty Davis and what life was really like at home with the Reagans, only on Entertainment Tonight. Tomorrow night at 7.30 on WTAE-TV. Tonight on WTAE for News. Good evening. Plans for a hazardous waste site in Washington County divide one neighborhood tonight. We'll tell you why there's so much opposition to this idea. Also, fire sweeps through a house in Homewood leaving a family homeless and injuring two firefighters. Plus, whatever happened to the West Virginia woman with a 180-pound tumor? We will tell you about that tonight, as well as the weather forecast. Donald, tonight, high pressure, clear skies, a lot of stars out there, but if you look in the northern sky, you'll see the aurora borealis, or more commonly known as the northern lights. We'll do that later. Right. Join us tonight at 11. These days, there are more pain relievers than ever. But last year, more people switched to Tylenol gel cap than any other. Why should you switch? All the extra strength pain relief of gel caps has been concentrated, then covered by a smooth gelatin coating, which makes them so easy to swallow. Extra strength Tylenol gel caps. Concentrated, powerful, easy to swallow. Join the switch to Tylenol gel caps. The only company in the Air Express business with two next-day delivery options is Federal Express. 10.30 a.m. if your package has to arrive early, or 
if it can get there just a little later in the day. We've got a brand new afternoon service that will deliver almost anything up to 150 pounds by 3 o'clock. At a price that's tough to beat. Same great service, now twice a day. Federal Express, absolutely, positively the best in the business. Twice a day. Today's Duracell batteries keep punching into the final round because they're built to last even longer than the ones we made just a few years back. Duracell. You can't top the copper top. Mmm, lobster. Big lobster. Now try half a succulent Maine lobster surrounded by fried shrimp and mmm, scampi. Our lobster and 19 shrimp special. Just $10.99 at Red Lobster. Genuine Draft. Cold filtered Genuine Draft light. Yeah, we're gonna need some help up here. Over. Discover Genuine Draft light. All right, guys, we're coming back. Step ahead. Forgot I was on the wrong guy here. All right. All right, everybody. So we're gonna finish Colin. Sure. And then we're going to do a little compressed TV league and history type of thing. Because I've got... We've, Works we've, for me. We've jacked the points. I was able to go back and fill in the total online points through Flix Patrol, even into the beginning of, of the season. So Yellowstone is now number one. 34,000 points. Wow. Because the Flix Patrol gives a high number. So I add all those points. But it definitely made it to where... And I've changed... Um, Instead of three points, I'm going to do 25 just to keep up with how high Flix Patrol goes. Who, what is Flix Patrol again? Flix so? Patrol is just a website that tracks what is the top 10 and like just what is the top streaming shows okay. around the world. Okay. Oh, it's, it's around the planet. You could pick different countries. I, like I usually pick the United States. I'm banding about the idea of making the TV League worldwide next season. Because then we'd have to watch four in television and shit. Because but a lot of it's mostly American TV shows, yeah, even in yeah, other countries. Yeah, exactly. I would think that America dominates in entertainment. Fuck. So here yeah. we go. Colin defending Saudi Arabia. He says they're not hostile. He said he's good for the business, and many argue he only goes to businesses that are poorly run. Carl Icahn's not going to the NFL. Carl Icahn's not going to Apple. Carl Icahn, maybe he has before. He goes to both. So the PGA is broken. That for, therefore, you take murderer money. Yeah, well, yeah I guess. Businesses. Yeah. <laughs> the issue here is the PGA was vulnerable. And now they're being, like, idealistic. We are in it for the good of the game. I always say this about pro athletes. Some are in it for winning. Some are in it for fame. Some are in it for making money and getting out. Some are in it for the modernization of black slavery. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Dwayne Kennedy had a joke about that that was pretty funny. Just like, okay. <laughs> They'll have a right so, yeah, to, about, to about, play. Yeah. But this idea that we are only, you know, it, it's this an irrational threat. Listen. That was a little bit of Colin's conscious creeping in. It silenced him for a little bit. Yeah. You know, it, it's this. <laughs> Your kids, Colin. You have a daughter. An irrational threat. Listen, oh, Saudi Arabia is becoming a disruptor. Okay. 
Amazon's doing this now in broadcasting. They're they're going to pick and choose, and they're buying the MGM, and they're buying a little bit of a disruptor. Whatever their intentions are, it, they have the money to buy it. Yeah, sure. They're hollowing out the mill clash. <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah. I mean, so what's going to happen? Go with the flow. You know, well, yeah, I, I won't go off my political tangents because I know that is a small is, one. Yeah, well, that is the end game of the Trump. I mean, one of the main oh, hollow out the middle class. It is well, lower class, upper class. That's the only thing they want. Yeah, it, it's basically like they want to hand over all like Medicare and Medicaid. I think they want to probably privatize Social Security, like the social safety net gone that, that's actually what they truly want and so they'll still be like a medicare or medicaid left it just won't cover nearly as many people so there'll be more homeless it's definitely people. about the elimination like rick caruso essentially rick caruso's plan for la was turn la into the grove which is an outdoor mall and then every and then people will become homeless and then he'll put them in jail for being homeless yeah because well, it's, it's their fault keith don't yeah. you understand that so yeah, so there Collins, is no systemic reason so why they are the way they all are. That. Look at that smile. I got millions of dollars. It's and so Amazon now is going to go from selling books to having the Washington Post to having Whole Foods to buying the MGM to probably buying TV networks. I don't know what the intentions are to get bigger, <laughs> to buy stuff they want. Um, Sometimes I don't know what the intentions are. No, the intention is to make more money. I mean, it's just well, and the intention is to sports wash, to not to to wash your fucking their dirt. They're they're laundering their souls. (laughs) What do you mean that they're decent people? When you have money, Keith, you you're automatically you're on top of everything. That's all that matters. God, it's weird. So I'm gonna put TV history on while we talk about TV league. That's how we're gonna do this. Um, I'm I'm gonna go to VHS like we've been doing the VHS vault. Sure. And then I'm just gonna put June, and we're gonna roll through and see what pops up. What you had mentioned before. This we, should be the were there. So last week was the anniversary of the Bronco, the OJ exactly, Bronco. Exactly. It's the words out of my mouth. Twenty-eight years ago it was during the NBA Finals between the Knicks, the Bricks, and the Rockets. And uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really watch that. I, I I didn't see that at the time. I was literally like, I didn't have a television set for a long time. So I, I just didn't even, I, I knew something was going on. I certainly read about it in the paper. And then I heard about like, God, there was this long chase. Was that down the 10? So when, yeah. So let's see if we got anything here. This is June 19th, 1991, 10 p.m. news. Do you think they're covering OJ on this? June 19th, 1991. So we got to go 94. June 11th, 94. Yes. Yes. That 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 is... I think that's about right when she got murdered, I think. Oh. Yeah. So June 20th. Here, let's go June 94. Let's filter yeah. it out to yeah. 1994. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll, God, what a, such a different time. Such a different time. Oprah Winfrey ending June 94. It's got to be some. June 20th, 94. So this is a couple days after. This, yeah, they probably let's pop have. That out. Let's see. Let's see what if there's. I can't imagine them not, unless they just. Are so slow and lethargic in there. This is from Champaign, Urbana, Dirk, Decatur, Springfield. Oh God! This television is... news leader Downstate Illinois. The Channel Three News at ten. Th- this shit Blake. was still like lost Judy in the seventies. Judy Fraser weather and Chris Whitlick sports. Good evening. Officials of the United uh-huh. Auto Workers Union say a strike is on against Caterpillar Incorporated. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah down downstate, down state, that 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 there was a big caterpillar. Pipe, oh, dude, tractors were... are like the economy down there. This is yeah. probably a big deal. OJ no, Schmoj, a... we got fucking tractors to talk about here yeah. in Decatur. Yeah. Decatur. Several black people were allowed entry into a building Wednesday in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah. Representatives to show up and take their place. God, that state is fucking. Racist. So just to go over, um, we've had some some risers. Yeah, uh, with, we're into Television Week Forty right here, and American Ninja Warrior, which debuted a couple weeks ago, season premiered. Uh, don't forget the lyrics: "Beat Shazam in the dark and winkus link, winkus link." <laughs> okay. Uh, and then yesterday, Tom Swift and Superman and Lois rose. But the big thing I want to talk about here, then I'll open this as a page, and I'm describing this to you, but. Uh, but the viewers can see it. I have it. I have it up on the screen. So I went through Flix Patrol dating back to September 2021, September 20th, which is when the, this season started for the TV League. Okay. And I put in everybody's Flix Patrol points. I'm not done yet. So yeah. some things are, but I've pretty much made. We got a new pre, We got a new league here. Pretty okay. much. Okay. Um, Yellowstone is the number one show in in the league. With a 35,036 super rating. The next show underneath it, The Office, with an 8,000 rating. So that basically means, again, a lot of people are watching it on... On demand. These are all reruns. These are wallpaper. Wallpaper rules the game here. Wow. Uh, Better Call Saul, 4,520. And I think that could get closer to the 30,000s if it keeps going. Because Yellowstone, that's 2021 and 2022. That's like months of fucking Flix Patrol points. These people right there are wearing the Solidarity t-shirt and now have a Trump they t-shirt on, just to let you oh, know. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you know, so. deadline, but there are reports that about 100 workers at one Peoria... And in other news, I'm uncomfortable that there's a Mexican working in the office. Diane, oh, back here, here, to here, you. Here we go. For O.J. Simpson, Simpson today was arraigned in a Los Angeles court. He pleaded not guilty. This is the second story. ...his ex-wife and her friend. Meanwhile, in Chicago today, police resumed their search for evidence in the vacant... Field near the O'Hare Plaza Hotel. Simpson stayed at that hotel the night of the murders. Chicago police say they're looking for a murder. Well, we were we theorized that he traveled with possibly a fingernail or a, or a head, <laughs> a severed head. He is the juice. Maybe he didn't fly. Maybe he ran across the country with the head in his shoulders like a football. What a crazy life, man. Guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. In a week's time. My son did it, Your Honor. Hero and we popular pitchman to mourner to fugitive from the law to suicide. We got this sick close-up shot of the Bronco coming in. This was such a big story. <laughs> Nicole O.J. Simpson stood in court today. Look dressed at Kardashian like a, in the background. The American public. Yeah, she Chris Kardashian was really with him for looks. Yeah, testifying yeah. <laughs> public. You know, he was an adorable ghoul of a man. Yeah. <laughs> Who also happened to have tens of millions of dollars when that meant something. So new number four, The Simpsons, 2,554. Uh, Euphoria, number five, 2,328. Oh, NCIS, former number one, 1,580 points. Okay, so it's number seven now? It's number six. Okay, okay. Euphoria. And then Mandalorian made a squid game is at uh, 1,354. Grey's Anatomy, number 20. It's number 20. I've also... Um, That's also possible... Uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. To Keith. consolidate the, the, uh, the promoting and relegating, I got 
20 teams. That's essentially the league. The rest of the shows, because I was thinking the other night, I was like, it's hard to do this as a because in sports, it's easier to do a league format because everything stops at the same time and starts at the same time. But with TV, shows are ending earlier than others and some are starting and some are stopping like it's all very year round fluid. fluid. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is the league is the top 20 shows. The rest are what I call qualifiers. And sure. that to me is going to be the kiss of death of the league. If you're not in that top 20, you're, you're, you're one of the qualifiers. Yeah. You're one of the, but here's what I'm doing in, in the, again, quali- like what our world's being turned into. Yeah. yeah. But in the qualifying pool. So what I'm going to do, all the qualifiers are going to start with no number, no position number. Yeah. And then as they join and leave the league promoting and relegating, that's how you'll see if a show was a league show because it'll have like a position number next to it. So at the end of the season, even though one show, even though 20 shows will get the honor of being finalists in the TV league. Yeah. And they hung around all year and won one first placed. The rest of the qualifiers will see which ones at some point were in the TV league Ooh. and which ones weren't. Oh, yeah. So at the end of the 52 weeks, if your position slot is left blank, that means at no point in 52 weeks did you enter the top 20 shows. Ooh. So the true bad shows. Like, yeah, true bad shows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's so right now at the top of the qualifiers, it's uh, Bob's Burgers with 848 points. So it's number 21. Yes. Okay. Okay. Book of Boba Fett, but there's 346 qualifiers. Yeah. That's there's why 346 it's 346. You can't make a league with 346 shows. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like I was sitting here last night and I'm like, I'm changing the format too much because every time the league grows, you have to add a new division and then that's three more teams relegating and promoting. Like it just adds so much and then you have to change like, well, this show is getting this many points right away and it's like, I want to make it the scoring fair to where shows that are not airing on streaming have a chance to like equal it. So what I've done is, you know how we were giving three points for an increase in ratings? Yeah. Now we're going to do 25. Okay. So you could get hundreds of points in two weeks. Okay. Through two, okay. three, four weeks, four okay. weeks. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, redevelop that corner. Redevelop that. He's black, and that's what we're looking into at this point. Just that it's a black guy that did murder. <laughs> yeah. The Charter House Inn has been the site of a Okay. Lot so, of- so what, what other shows are, are relegated? Um, not relegated oh, so right now, so we have SEAL Team um, at 770 points because SEAL Team is all over Paramount Plus. Um, also, something, and this will. Something I wanted to show you because I'm going to do two. There's going to be a show championship and then a broadcaster championship. We're going to do this like Formula One. At the end of the year, I'm going to go through everyone who was in the league and tally how many points they had and what network they were on. So like all the NBC shows, all of those shows and whoever had the most points wins the broadcaster title of like you had the most shows in the league. Okay. Oh, because oh, 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 in Formula One they yeah, do yeah. a drivers' championship and oh. they do a constructors' championship, oh, and that's yeah. how we're going to do it. Interesting. Because because th- this is less of a sports league and more of a race. So I I adopted when is more the f- end of the year. Do you know when? When are you thinking? Probably the, uh, I'm going to probably going to freeze the league a couple days before September 20th. Yeah. I was say September. Yeah. Yep. And then the Emmys is going to be our finale. Okay. And then we start a new 
season. Okay, so right now Yellowstone is actually, and it was Number Grey's Amer- Ma- Dude, Anatomy for and years. And it tracks because all my aunts and uncles won't shut the fuck up about Yellowstone. Yeah, people really like that Yellowstone show. But here's one, I want to real. I want to say this to you because this is how daunting you getting a show on television is going to be. Oh, yeah. I Through my research, because I'm going straight broadcaster, I'm not deciphering between NBC and ABC. Those yeah. are Disney. Here are the broadcasters of every television channel and station. Paramount, Comcast, Disney, Warner Brothers, Discovery, Netflix, Apple, Amazon, Google, AMC. That's basically Those it. are the only broadcasters essentially on planet Earth. So, so basically you got to get one of those. Eight people. Know, yeah. Eight people can make yeah. your show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we, 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 we got to get the pitch deck figured yeah. out first before I can go on that step. You know, it's just like it, it just... That's what it is. Ooh, they got the, all the fucking let's go. It looks like they're in a public library. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I, I think this is actually Dean. I think this is a. a we don't PBS want OJ News. to steal the thunder from AIDS. We're trying to subjugate homos too, so God. we're going to talk about AIDS here. A- a- AIDS was still a story. This report is raising questions whether Kimberly Bergalis and five other people contracted AIDS from their dentist. Last night's report suggested all six patients may have gotten the disease through sex instead. Dr. Well, it's probably he how did I... stick their penis, his penis in their mouth. Uh, oh. I, I couldn't believe that uh, this had happened. He used See, no dental I'm tools. I'm innocent and I'm white, so it's shocking that AIDS actually exists in my bloodstream. Yes. Here, well, what happened was he said he was gay, then he ma- he put a large gash in my mouth and placed his <laughs> penis on the gash. And the- Look at that. And concluded that Dr. David Acker. And then after he gave me AIDS, he said, "Mission accomplished." <laughs> the end of the story. Until now, sixty minutes with magazine reporter Stephen Barr has learned that Kimberly Bergalis and the other infected patients may have each have had a sexual history which could have put them at risk. Well, yeah. Kimberly claimed to be a virgin. Reporter Stephen Barr yeah. questions her credibility. Sixty minutes. Also Undermining her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Aponte says points rule change. And just to know, I've hit, I finally, like last night, I was like, the formula, how they do F1 racing is how we do the league. Because it's not a, it's not like I was doing it like a soccer league. Yeah. It's more of a race. Okay. With like different cars pit stopping. Yeah. Exactly. Think of a show being off the air as like, it's pit stopped right now. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy could come back two months from now yeah. and, like, and then hit again. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a good point. I, I like that idea, too. I think it makes a little more sense. This actually makes sense to me. And now. then even in the pit stop, it's still gaining points on streaming. Oh, God. They're just Someone showing AIDS wasting away. Dr. Acker is the victim. Is the victim. In Miami, I'm Dr. Steve Greenberg for CBS Of News. course it's in Miami. Of course it's in Florida. Jerry Slabe. It sounds like Labe because I crush puss. It was from the prison where he was lashed with a cane. He was lashed four times on May. Oh, I remember this. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, the, I remember the this too. Story. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, because he like cursed or something like that, right? Well, I think he might have, you know, I don't know. Smoked weed or I something. I think he had, there might have been a drug thing there too. And they were just like, they did like a public caning. Just to keep like, a heads up, it's 5.07. Yeah. Should we get rolling a little bit? Yeah, we should. We should right. wind it down a little bit. Well, yep. let's wind it down. That was that was kind of like, the, I know it was a quick end to the thing here. We got Illinois lottery, lottery numbers, Illinois lottery numbers. I'd love to hit the lottery just once in my life. Not the big one, just to pick four, fantasy four. Win a cool 80 grand. That'd be kind of nice, you know? Yeah, well, um, I'm going to Denver for the weekend. Awesome. Um, are you gonna, you. You're available next week to do this, too? Uh, I'm thinking it's looking like everyone likes the Friday night records. 
you know so um, i'm thinking i'm gonna make friday night the the stream night whether you can do it or not yeah, yeah. i could i could go back and forth on it but i don't know if i can do it next week but, but yeah but, but yeah we'll, we'll definitely i mean yeah that friday night every other week i think makes yeah. the most sense anyway i like it uh we'll see you next time guys twitch.tv slash this is keith pazel episode will be up on youtube once i get this copyright shit out thank you so much we love you yeah thanks for listening people Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>